Okay, well, happy 2024. Welcome to the inaugural, which means first ever, show between Aaron and Vinny. And the great thing about this show is it's really not our show. It's really the Holy Spirit show because we're believers in Jesus Christ and him crucified. Now, some of you are Muslim, some of you are Buddhist, some of you are Jewish, some of you are even atheist, and we love and respect all of you. And uh, we just need to let you know who our God is, and we're okay. If God's okay with you being what you are, then guess what? Aaron and Vinny are definitely okay with being who you are. So we want to welcome all tribes, all nations. This broadcast goes out to 70 plus nations. We're going to talk about mostly America and what's going on in that country. But what goes on in America impacts other countries as well. And so we're going to talk about the format of our show and program, and we'll be mentioning global situations and scenarios. And uh, we'll get into a moment what the format is. But before I really start, I want to dedicate my program to my former wife, Amy Errico. She passed in April of cancer. And the reason I'm dedicating this to her is she's a woman who always believed in me, always believed in her husband always loved and respected him and just supported me through multiple business failures, multiple crazy ideas, and just multiple life. Life life is life. And so I honor her and miss her a lot and just want to know that I dedicate this. It's often said behind every successful man is a successful woman, and she doesn't get to share in the fruit of her labors of, of believing and praying for me. We were successful in the sense that we were happy, uh, as much as happy could be. I was very depressed, very depressed individual, but we had some great times together. So I'm going to kind of turn it over to my counterpart, uh, Mr. Mann, who I lovingly call Mr. Sterley. I don't know if any of you Rush fans are out there, but Rush has been such an inspiration to me, and so is Mr. Sterley. So I'm going to turn it over to my Mr. Sterley. Mr. Matt. I'm really excited about this broadcast. I'm really excited about what God is doing in the world. And we have the technology and the platform to talk about some of these things that are happening, both issues and things that are good. That's one of the things that me and Vinny talked about is we don't want to just talk about what's wrong and what's bad. We want to celebrate the good things that are happening. And this platform that we have where we can share what's going on, it's crazy. Vinny said a number, a few nations. I, I believe that this can go even farther than that, so that people are going to want to hear what's happening, both good and bad. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to stress that this is not just our show. It's really for the listeners. So what I mean by that is I don't, Aaron can talk about the technology and how you're going to get a hold of us on this show. Um, but, you know, as we get more and more audience, obviously we can't answer every every message, but we'll group them together on what's the most important issue. So we really want this participant driven. And what I mean by that is we'll share stuff. I'm not allowed to watch the news, but I get news by revelation. You know, God will speak to me about stuff that's issues and then it'll get confirmed by people. And so you know, they'll share stuff with me. So, you know, that's kind of what I'm talking about is, you know, if there's something that we're not addressing that you really want to have addressed, 
feel free to reach out to us through the format that Aaron will talk about in a moment. And so I alluded to when I first mentioned this on Facebook that this is unlike any other show. We do have some models out there that we're following, but in essence, it really is unlike any other show. And you're going to realize that as you listen. Uh, currently, it's going to be one time a week and you can listen to it at any time. That's the great thing about podcasting. You can come in and listen to it at any time. But eventually, we know that's going to grow to probably two times a week, then three, then four, then eventually ultimately get to five times a week. So we will have guests um, host every once in a while, friends of mine and Aaron's and just people that always had the dream to do radio as well. We'll, we'll welcome them on as guest hosts and we're just excited. So this is Stand in the Gap podcast. Vinny, I got a question for you. What is Stand in the Gap? That's a great question. That really is. So the inspiration for this was I originally was going to take it a negative connotation or negative name because there's so much negative in this world and a negative name for the show. And then I kind of sensed that we should go in a positive direction. And I really thought about it. And then the scripture came to me. It's in Ezekiel, one of my favorite books in the Bible. As a matter of fact, when I have children, One of my son's name is going to be Ezekiel. And so it says, I look for anyone to repair the wall and stand in the gap for me on behalf of the land so I wouldn't have to destroy it, but I couldn't find anyone. And that's a sobering word. So I believe that that no longer is the case. I believe that there are a lot of you out there, you know, I'm speaking to Americans, but as I travel globally, there are people in other countries that feel the same way Americans do. You know, we we need to take our country back. And that's rhetoric for most people. It's not going to be rhetoric for myself, and I know it's not going to be rhetoric for Aaron. Am I talking about violence? No, I'm not. I'm not talking about violence, but I'm talking about if enough good people start banding together for causes that mean things to them and really band together, recognizing not what's different about us, but what's the same, I believe we can make systemic change in our country. It's not about a president. It's about a team, first of all. A president is just the one that's in charge. But any good president is only as good as his or her weakest link. And so my goal really in this show is to not have any weak links, to to really stay strong, unified with Aaron, and just continue to stand in the gap to bring those issues to the forefront. I I didn't have time to listen to news because I'd escape to music, and I I didn't want to steal that music time by listening to news. And so then I went into like a news-only type of person where I had too much news, And so now I've kind of gotten balanced and now I don't listen to anything, any news. And I'm just excited to know that God's looking for people like you and I to stand in the gap. One man can't change the world or change a country, but many men and women, and by the way, women are just men with wombs. I hope you don't get offended by that, ladies, but I'm, I'm actually complimenting you when I say that. So God looks for men and women to stand in the gap in your, in your community in your neighborhood, in your in your stores, in your jobs, and stop being afraid. Stop being a wimp. Stop it. Why don't you speak really what you think? Oh, Vinny, you don't understand. I might get fired. Uh, yeah, I do understand. Because for years, I was afraid of getting fired. And you know what? I, ch- I made a change. I'm not a jerk to people, but if they say something that's wrong that I know is wrong, I'm going to speak up. So anyway, we want to stand in the gap. We want to really fortify the walls that we want to create that can keep the enemy from really becoming a stronghold in our lives. Even though we see or or hear about things that are happening in the U.S., there are things that we actively pray about. You might say, 
oh, well, I don't believe in God or I believe in a different God. Okay, well, then hope, you know, hope for, you know, believe that something could change. And so it's not just us talking about the issues or talking about what frustrates us or about even what we're excited about and what we celebrate. It's stuff that we actually say, okay, what do we hope to see? What do we pray for? What do we ask God to move in? That's what we're, what we're doing in the show. And that's why it's entitled Stand in the Gap. And that's why we said yes to the call to do this. Is it going to be all rainbows and tulips and sunshine? No, we're going to get people that disagree with us. And that's okay. We have the right for free speech. And so do our listeners. And so so do the people that will comment on Facebook. That's one of our constitutional rights. We're completely okay with that. Our heart is to see the U.S., first of all, one nation under God. And, and second of all, that the principles of the founding fathers, you know, our, our rights, we can do those things. That they're not changed, that that is the Constitution and we lean on two documents. First of all, the Word of God, and second of all, the Constitution. That's what we want to really broadcast. That's what we really want to share. And if you agree with us or don't agree with us, then that's okay. But if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I really like what these guys are doing and I want to stand in the gap too. We want to welcome you and to say, hey, you know what? pray, hope, believe that changes is going to happen, that God's going to move. And so, like I said, again and again, uh, really excited about that. How does somebody contact us with a question or a comment or something they feel we should address on the show? Is it a text? Is it an email? Speak about how to do that. Uh, we, we have a website. It's standinthegap.live. And there is many ways we can, you can contact us via email. Uh, we have a Facebook Messenger chat where you can type in something and then that will go straight to me and Vinny. And if it's a, a question and you want it to be on the show, you can just state that in the email or in the chat or whatever message platform that we have. Uh, we are looking to do more. And then occasionally we might throw in a live recording where we actually interact with people that you can hop on you can make comments. And so we, we are growing as the technology is growing. But just say again, the uh, website is standinthegap.live. Excellent. So uh, along those lines, we're also looking for people to be our ambassadors for lack of a better term. And so if you're turned on by the show, or even if you're not turned on by it, if you disagree, you know, let your friends know. I, I want I want everyone on this show. And so, you know, just let them know. Uh, like our Facebook page, share it, share the website. You can partner with us by going to Patreon. And Aaron, if you could address that. Yeah. If you do want to partner with us and support the show, you can. We do have Patreon right now if you want to become a monthly supporter. In the next couple of weeks, I'm hoping to have PayPal 
available where people can give a one-time partner that way. But we're going to have some benefits and some things for Patreon supporters, like a t-shirt. And also, let us know what what you want to see. Like he said, that this is not just the Vinny and Aaron show. This is your guys' thing, too. So let us know also what you would want to see on the show. If there's a topic that you want us to hit on, then we can talk about those things also on the show. In addition to Patreon, we, Aaron and I are funding this project fully, and I'm not complaining about that. I'm actually excited to be funding something like this. But if any of you like to advertise, please just email us. So I'm going to address address the format. So this is commentary. This is not we feed the world type of thing. We're just commentators. We're, we're giving you our perspective from a bird's eye view. The reason I say it's a bird's eye view is because it's based on the Bible and there's no higher bird. And I'm not talking about God being a bird, but it's pretty interesting that he says the Holy Spirit comes like a dove. So anyway, this is a view from above. This is like our own as men, because we're not God, but we're men and our perspective, but we're always going to refer back to the Bible as the absolute truth. It's in our perception, that's what it is. And so that's the really the, the format or the standard that we use in our commentary. So we're going to talk about, there's three segments, okay? The first segment, and we may switch it up. It's, it's not always going to be necessarily in this order, but we got political, economic, and social. And underneath social, there's a few categories, subcategories, health and wellness, religion, family relationships. So that kind of falls a subcategory. So, you know, I'm not allowed to do my theme song yet. We're in process, but... If you want to know the heart of Vinny and Aaron, it's the song, Another Day in Paradise. Listen to those words. Go go listen to that song, and you'll recognize what my perspective is, is that most people are not awake. So Aaron and I are doing a clarion call to say, wake up. Wake, awake, sleeper. We we go about our days, and I get it. I understand. You're very busy. You've got your families. Family does come first. It's God, family, then business, ministry. Or, or dedication, whatever you're dedicated, whatever your bent in life is, whatever you're doing for a living. And so ultimately, you got to follow your heart. What I believe you should do is really, people have soft habits. I used to be an addict, but people ha- are addicted to, to things that keep them from slowing down. So my biggest message is during this time, you know, forget about the kids, forget about your job, forget about everything and just come with us. And for once, Maybe in some of you, this is going to be once in your life or at least once a day, you know, once a week, you're going to become fully engaged. You know, just put everything to the side and become engaged into our world because our world really is your world. It's the world we live in. We only have one life to live. And my hope is that something that a guest says on our show or something I say or something Aaron says or something the Lord reveals to you really makes a change in you that gets you to turn your TV off and start becoming active in your community. There are too many good people that are not doing what they should be doing. And you say, Vinny, you're judging me. I'm, I'm not, believe me, I'm not. But if what I'm saying resonates with you, it's really time. What are we waiting for? Are we waiting for another 9-11 before we respond? You know, I'm not talking about reacting. Reacting comes out of emotion. I'm talking about responding we're going to get into an issue later on that I'm absolutely disgusted with. And and you know what? We need to make changes, folks. Back to this, the song, uh, I, an, Another Day in Paradise. 
I, I just recently listened to it again. I really listened to the words. It's crazy how you hear a song and then you can kind of just skip over some of the words. But I really actively listened to it and I, I was almost moved to tears because it's about seeing something that's wrong right in front of his face, but he walked by and ignored it. And that's what we're doing here is, is we don't want to ignore it anymore. The song's talking about the homeless, mostly, and about the the need. And so we don't want to just walk by the, the hurting, the, the people that are struggling, the people that are doing it. That's where our heart is. And the thing is, me and Vinny can only do so much financially. We can give $10 to somebody on the street. But the thing is, if we can encourage 100 people to do one act of kindness, to be able to see a need and be like, hey, you know, this week I got a little bit more in my paycheck. I can fulfill this person's need. And to not just see it as a bonus, but see how they can help other people and how they can impact and change a life. There's this old saying, it says, he that saves one life saves the world entire. And I was like, okay, that's a cool little saying because you help out one person, that could mean the world to that person. You don't know what impact you have. I just changed the image on our Vinny's Facebook message and it's, it's called tie-dye. But when I looked at the picture, it looks like ripples. That's what we want to do is just bring forth a rock into the water that's going to create a ripple effect where people can say, okay, you know what, let me take on this. Let me stand in the gap. Let me stand in the gap for the person in need. That phrase, it was used on the movie Schindler's List, and it was about a Nazi general got sick of the atrocities that they were doing to the Jewish people. And so he started to help smuggle Jewish people out of the concentration camps. That's been a phrase that I really enjoy and I really want to make a difference in that one person. Excellent point. So you, you hit on something very important, um, homeless people. Every city in America has homeless people. And it's amazing. I'm in an Asian country right now, and their perception of us is not good, and it has nothing to do with Trump or Biden. They, they see the pictures of our homeless cities, and they're like, how? Because they're used to these foreigners coming in with money bags and just spending tons of money. And they're like, how can that happen? Well, the world's perception of us is that we don't take care of our own. Now, am I talking about socialism? Uh, kind of. <laughs> not not the socialism that the socialist freaks are believing, but, you know, social conscience, becoming socially aware that we're connected. You know, the first part of a baby after, you know, the light goes into the chromosome, you know, and the, uh, and the sperm goes into the zygote and there's light where life begins. But the part of the body that gets developed first is the spine and the brain. And so I say that to say that we truly are connected. We're all coming into this world the same way and we all leave the same way. How it happens is different, obviously, but we come in and go out the same way. And so what you do between that time that you come in and what the time that you get out is all about whether you can overcome self-centeredness. The biggest sin, which sin is rebellion, okay, is so people focus on the fruit of sin, which is whatever manifestation, you know, whether it's pornography, masturbation, um, you know, murdering somebody, stealing, for, those are all fruit of the sin. But sin ultimately is a rebellion. And so many of us, and I was guilty of this, 
I was very guilty of being self-centered. So I'm just asking you, maybe God's got a different plan for your life. Maybe God's asking you to take your eyes off yourself and put it on an individual for once in your life. Yeah, but Vinny, what if that guy takes $100 and go and buys a nickel bag of heroin? So what? I'm, I'm serious when I say that because just by the act of giving, if I give into somebody, I'm praying for them. I give them that $100 bill. I'm not saying you have to do it for short. You, you want to be safer, get them food. That's fine. I, I get that. I do that most times. But there have actually been times where God said, no, don't buy food, give them money. And I argue with God. I'd say, God, you know, he goes, I'm not, don't you get hung up. He goes, do you think I'm hung up on what they're doing? He says, obviously, I don't want them to do that. But guess what? By you doing an act of kindness, it's going to do something in the spirit realm that comes into the natural. And so what I'm saying is just take your eyes off yourself, put it on somebody else. You know, there was an article in the New York Times, and don't quote me on the year, I'm not good with timelines, but I believe it was like 1988, 89, somewhere like that. And they said at that time, now granted we have a much more bigger homeless uh, situation today than back then, but we had pretty bad, you know, the major cities at least back then. Now it's all cities practically, but it was the major ones that had the homelessness. They said if every congregation and synagogue in America would sponsor one homeless family, the homeless situation would no longer be happening. I was like, are you kidding me? What does that say to me? Well, it says, I don't know what it says to you, but what it says to me is there not enough people taking their eyes off themselves and putting it on somebody else. Yeah. That's, that's so good, Vinny. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to shift gears, you know, well, before we shift gears, I do want to say, you know, we don't we don't have any ads right now. We, we're not advertising for ministries or anything like that. But I think the best ad I can give is for the homeless right now. Just do something for them. You know, and some of you ladies, I, I don't want you to be at risk and go, go into the bad areas, but, but you can become more aware of the people around you. Maybe you see that woman with the seven children or five children or four children that are that pull out the great in the Connecticut, it's called the great card in other States. It's a welfare card, you know, and she's, she's struggling and you know, she's struggling. Why not give her a five or a 10 or whatever you're led to blow her mind, blow his mind, you know, just blow somebody's mind and just don't do it at Christmas time or new year's just, you know, and mean it and connect with them and let them know that you love them without being weird and saying it. Or some of you may be led to say, it, but just say, Hey, you know, I'd like to bless you. And I'm telling you, if enough people do that, we'll have systemic change. I have no doubt about it. To say I'm appalled is an understatement. I'm beyond appalled. It doesn't have necessarily have to be the place that this act has happened, but it is. But not only is it the fact, but let's back up. Well, let's talk about the act first. Now, again, I don't read the news, but there were two men, and I'm not, I'm not upset I, I know the moral majority is going to freak on me right now, but that's okay. I love you anyway. I'm not upset that it was two men or two women or man. If it was a man and a woman, it's just as bad of an act. But there was fornication that went on in one of the highest uh, levels of our government, you know, a, a place where laws are passed and things are debated and, and we talk about serious issues. And this couple decided to have sex out in the open, film a pornographic movie from what I'm told, in the Senate, in the chambers of the Senate. Now, watch this. I am upset about that, but you know what I'm more upset about? You Christians, you quote-unquote believers that watch pornography in your houses on a daily basis. And it's okay that your kids walk by and men are having sex 
or women are having sex in their houses. Now, I used to do that, and I, I asked for forgiveness for that. Oh, Vinny, you're coming at me hard. You better believe it. Because the only reason why that, that couple felt comfortable enough to do that act on the floor of the Senate is because they have people around the country not doing that act, but in mental adultery. Mental adultery. And when you understand the spirit realm, things in the spirit are more permanent. The world we see is the temporal realm, but the eternal realm is the permanent realm. So you're, get, you're, you're doing stuff that's dangerous in your houses. You're allowing it. Any of you that have HBO that call yourself a believer, um, I'd be I'd be a little careful with that. Finney, you're hitting me hard. You better believe it. You better believe it. Are, am I approved? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not when it comes to the, the marriage bed. There's the, the sanctity of marriage is awesome. The highest form of worship a husband and wife can have is making love and praying beforehand to God and inviting the Holy Spirit. I know I'm going to be controversial on this, but I don't care. I don't care anymore. You could say all the hate mail you want, but I'm telling you, there's no form or high, higher form of worship than a man and a woman becoming one flesh and worshiping God. It's awesome. There's an ecstatic state, and the, the enemy always loves to pervert things. He always loves to pervert things. Always. And he doesn't want a husband and wife to become one, because when they become one, they're an unstoppable force. The only one that can stop them is God. So you want to influence your family? Turn the TV off. Spend time with them. Read the Bible. You know, read a good book. If you don't want to read the Bible, you know, some of you don't believe in the Bible. So forgive me for saying reading the Bible. Just grab a, a, a positive thinking book. You know, grab grab something that one of the sages that you like and just spend quality time with your family. Because again, I'm appalled. It was a man and a twink. Well, what the heck is a twink? I mean, they create terms for this perversion. And it's a gay or bisexual young man with a slim build and a youthful appearance. So, you know, again, I'm not going to judge them, but I am going to judge what they did. <laughs> and what they did was not right. Like, really, like if I went in my job when I worked at, for insurance carrier and I decided to bang my secretary on my office floor or on my office desk, do you think that's okay? I don't. I definitely don't. And I know that goes on in offices. And some of the people were judging what happened on the Senate floor that do that kind of stuff in their offices. Again, you know, what am I talking about? Why am I going down these supposed bunny trails? It's not a bunny trail, folks. It's we have a systemic problem in this country. It, there's actually half of the people that are listening to me right now saying, oh, Vinny, it's okay what they did. Really? Are we that far gone? Are we that far gone? Do we have that much of a lack of a moral compass in our life that we think it's okay to ejaculate on the floor of the Senate. I don't think so. But what about the woman or man that has to clean that stuff up? That's disgusting, folks. Oh, that's their job. Is it really? Is it really their job? I don't think so. So anyway, I got to I got to calm down a little here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just anyway, you, you could comment. You can kind of bring me back to earth on this one. <laughs> and and it's it's the place where our laws are the way they gather and they talk about our laws and 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 establish our laws. And there's places that not necessarily spiritually sacred, but places like that, the Senate, the Oval Office, those are, at least in my mind, are sacred places. Because the the good that it's, you know, some of these laws, some of them are, are absolutely ridiculous. But the fact that we do have a, a structure 
And that's where it's written into law is to me is, is a sacred place. And to, to do that, to shoot a porno there, would you sh- shoot a porno at a church? Would you shoot a porno at a school people we need to wake up but the thing is that's what's happening in our nation now the bible talks about in the last days people will call evil good and good evil that's where we are at right now is in that where there's wrong stuff that's happening and you don't have to be a christian to to see that that's wrong and there's other things that are happening in the, in the world and in the U.S. that that we should be spending time talking about, but the fact that we have to sit and talk about this is just another another level. You know, I'm I'm not looking to beat a dead horse here, but I'm going to double down. I'm going to take it even more deeper. Is there are people that enjoyed that act and are going to watch that act, and they're okay with it, and it's like, well. I don't want to give glory or mention the person's name, so I don't know if it was an actual senator. But I guarantee you, if I lived in the state of that senator, I would organize and I would get people to make such a loud noise that this guy has to resign. You can't you can't allow this kind of stuff anymore. I mean, you know, I'm going to go somewhere right now. I didn't think I was going to go this this early, and so goodbye, listeners, because here it comes. You know, I'm probably going to lose the whole listening audience right now, but I know I won't because there's a lot of people that agree with me on this one. But where were the tens of millions of people that stormed Washington when the election was stolen from Trump? Where were you? I didn't do anything. Oh, I complained. I murdered. I moaned. I didn't turn off my remote, though. I didn't risk anything. You know, where's the people who supported my pillow guy, Mike? He's a hero in my book. You know, they lambasted him because he's one, one, one person. I and don't misunderstand me. There are people like Candace Owens and other people, like they're influencers. But but where was the organization that, you know, if we had 10 million plus people or call it 22 million people that got in their cars, got in their butt, well, would I be able to make it down? No, that's not the point. That It would spread. It would be a hub around Washington. We would encase them in and not allow them to go anywhere until they investigated, which should have happened. Did it happen? No. So, you know, it's like, when are we going to stand in the gap? When are we going to say enough's enough? So if that was a senator, I I recommend in your state you do something and you do it quick and you get that guy out of office. You force him to resign because it's not okay. Yeah, but sins are forgiven. I, I understand that. But there's consequences. Different sins have different consequences. You don't have the same consequence for murdering somebody as you do for cheating on your taxes. I mean, God hates both because it's sin. But obviously, the consequence is different. So he needs consequences for his actions, in my humble opinion. Yeah, and also, if it was in the military, that is an act not becoming of an officer. People are kicked out of the military for stuff like that. So shouldn't we expect our leaders, people that the people vote into an office uh, to act in a, a way that's, you know, right? And, and the thing is, if the senator wanted to do that at home, in his own personal place, then, then, then hey, you know, he's going to do his own thing and do it in a public place place and videotape it is just not i am when when i'm with my wife we do it in the bedroom at home 
you know, not, not in the public place. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. When are we, when are we going to wake up? When are we going to say that this is not okay? Uh, when are we going to stand the gap? And I know I'm just repeating what, you know, Vinny said, but when are we going to do that? And so what the answer to that question is we're doing that now we're standing in the gap. We're bringing in guest speakers that are sharing on, on their insights, people that are knowledgeable, people that are credible. And that's what we're doing. We're standing in the gap. We're, we're jumping in here, kind of like uh, burning our bridges almost, or, or getting the ship to where it needs to go and then, and then burning our sails. If that's what it needs to get things started, then that's what we're going to do. Because we love people, we love America, and we want to see a nation that's prospering. We talked about the, the homeless population. We want to see a United States where the, the cities like New York, I have a friend in San Francisco, okay? And San Francisco used to be a very beautiful city. And he's telling me that in the past four years, four years, it went from a beautiful city to just trash. And, and that's not, San Francisco is one of many cities. Even Donald Trump said that, that New York, which used to be amazing, is now a, a pile of trash. We want to talk about that, to to share about that, so that way people can wake up and say, okay, I live in New York. What can I do? What little thing can I do to help? And if we get enough people to say, I can do this little thing, I can help out this one person, or I can give to the, the soup kitchen, or I can give to this homeless shelter so they can put more beds in, just doing that one little thing. Or, or you say... Aaron, I can't afford to, to do all that. Okay, no problem. You find a, a, a thing of garbage on the floor where there's the trash can is five feet away, you know, pick it up and throw it in the trash can. You know, even something little as that. And the only way that you can get to that point is if your eyes are open. If you, if you can see what's going on and have the desire to see a world that's better. So I want to go back to the uh, couple on the floor of the Senate. Obviously, the pundits are going to take a soundbite from me, but I want to be clear. I love that couple. I love them. And I love them enough to tell them what the truth is. You know, I was addicted to pornography for 32, well, more, more than 30. Do you think I was okay? No, I wasn't. I was miserable. It's absolutely miserable. And so any kind of perversion... I mean, again, because of where it was done, you, you, you could do what you want in your own house. You know, God doesn't hit you over the head. I, I mean, you could do what you want. I'm not going to say anything. It's that's your own business. You're a free thinking person and you're an intelligent person. And I, and I honor and respect you for that. You're a hum fellow human being walking this planet. But see, it's freedom with responsibility. When you impact somebody else, when you overcross your boundaries and you cause harm to another one, well, what harm was done? Uh, my children are going to find out about that. That's what harm is done. And that's a big harm. Again, if it was a male and a female or two women, 
It's not the two male thing. I don't want people to be focused on that and say, I've got hate speech. I do not have hate speech. I have love speech. That's what it is, love. I love you enough to tell you the truth from my perspective. That's all. So uh, Aaron hit on something there. Our guest Monday the 15th will be uh, Scott Whittier and his family from Maine. Scott's a unique individual. He's a really good friend of mine. He's definitely qualified for the social segment. He'll probably stay on all of it. But again, a, a subcategory of social is the religion. And he's been in probably, you know, I'll, I'll bring him out and he could talk. I don't want to embellish, but I know at least in the greater Portland area, he's been in every single church in that area. He's seen all the different types of worship, all the different types of denominations, and he's got a perspective that most people don't have. You know, they talk about focus groups where you, you when you're bringing a product out or you're thinking of a slogan or some kind of thing that you run across focus groups, you know, are a certain sampling of the people. Well, he's got a sampling of all these churches and he can speak into the current state of the Western church in America. And it's quite different than you expect or anticipate. So you definitely ought to put your seatbelts on for my buddy Scott. And and we're going to welcome him next week. Scott Whittier, by the way, he's his lineage is uh, John Alden, you know, came over on the Mayflower you know, there's a whole Whittier Rehab Center and Whittier Hospital. And so very famous family that he's from. And, you know, I'm just uh, excited to have somebody from that heritage speaking to the to the current state of, of Christendom in the Western Church in America. The website is standinthegap.live, uh, where we're going to have upcoming events. We're going to list off the guest speakers. We got a bunch of other plans that are in the works with that. But I just want to also say that all this is going to be pushed to your podcast choice, like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, a bunch of other ones. So you can listen on any of those platforms. Also, you're going to be able to listen on our websites where you can just hop on and maybe possibly in a little while have a app. So stay tuned for all that. Yeah, and I, I just want to address one special guest we're going to have on in the future. I don't know exactly when, but I happen to know somebody that's going to run for political office in 2028 for 2029, and he's going to comment on what's going on in the current election and talk about those people. And, you know, we may have some other candidates eventually on here, but I'm just excited to have somebody that, you know, is actually going to try to make a difference. You know, the other candidates obviously believe in themselves. I'm excited about getting an opportunity to interview this gentleman sometime in the future. So that's why I'm saying share this, share this with other people, like our page, share it. Um, you know, more and more people that come and we can get actively involved in this, the more we're going to be able to, you know, again, our whole goal is to stand in the gap, have others stand in the gap so that we can make systemic change in our nation. And all the links to all the social media platforms, our website, uh, will be in the description uh, for you to just click and share that way. Yeah, so we're going to close in prayer real quick. Um, I know there's many different faiths, so pray to your God. And if you don't believe in God, God loves you and we do too. So just give us the, the same grace we give you and the respect that we do believe in God. So Father, I thank you for the people on this uh, podcast. I pray for each and every one of them that they recognize and have an awareness that you're a good God. You're not an angry God. You're not a mean God. You're a God of compassion. And, you know, I used to get hung up and say, well, you know, how come there's all these poor people and how come there's all this? And, you know, if God's real, why doesn't it change? Well, it starts with us. He put us on this planet. We're the ones 
where that changed. So you know what? Stand in the gap and make a difference. Because God's not down here. He's up there. And his hands are tied. And the only way he can open his hands is if you and I start doing it. There will always be poor amongst us. There always will. But how about this being a goal of this radio station? That eventually that number gets decreased by, let's say, 90%. Can it be that big, Vinny? I don't know. But God's a big God. So why not? Let's go for a 90% reduction of the homeless in America, at least in our country. You guys and gals from other countries, you set your own goal. But I like to make a goal that we cut the numbers down to 10%. How about that? Well, that's a crazy dream. Well, I'm crazy in love with human beings, and I want to see them have a better life. All right. We'll see you guys. 7 p.m. Same time, same bat station, 7 p.m. All right. Take care. Bye.